Welcome to Live the Fuel, where we fuel your health, business, and lifestyle. And now your host, Scott Mulvaney. All right. Good day and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another Live the Fuel show. So obviously, we're still pushing out new content here during uh, the, the wild times of 2020. I don't know if you want to call it COVID times of 2020. We'll just call it the challenging times of 2020 because that's a, a key word we're going to throw in here, challenging. And because uh, I'm going to challenge you to become unstoppable today. And my new guest co-host, uh, she's going to help us do that because we've talked, I got over four years now, even though we talk about fueling your health, business, and lifestyle, I can't tell you how many times mindset comes into the play over and over again. And this woman knows how to talk about mindset. She knows how to talk about health, wellness, fitness. Uh, we come from some uh, similar inner circles, which we didn't even realize, by the way, until we actually had a, pre, a pre-podcast a chat. And we, we'll, we'll bring that up today as well. But anyway, she knows a little bit about transformation, life coaching. Again, I already hinted at health, wellness, fitness, mindset, etc. She's been on TV. Her workouts have been fo- focused on multiple TV networks. So without further, further ado, Lisa Olono, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Scott. So I'm glad we're finally able to connect. I think last time we were trying to connect and get your recording done, either I was having an audio issue with my mixer board or maybe there was something on your end. I think you had to reschedule at first and then I rescheduled. Maybe we both rescheduled. (laughs) Call it a wash. I know I had to reschedule last week. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. You had the most recent reschedule and then I think I had the first one. So again, challenge, overcome. We're here now. We're streaming live in the Facebook world. So... So let, let's let's just dive right in. You, how long now has it been when you really started diving headfirst into the health, fitness, wellness space? Like, how long you been at this? Um, as far as fitness, I've been at it about twenty years now. Okay. So I've been coaching about thirty years and went more just in the fitness industry um, about twenty years ago. Okay. Now, how did that bug first catch? Come on, because like I, I have all different types of bugs that have caught me over the years in a healthy way, healthy bugs. So. Uh, in your situation, like 20, 30 years coaching in different forms and fashions, like what was like the first, like, I got to know just cause I geek out about this. Like when did it, you're like, it just clicked. You're like, Oh my God, I gotta be doing this. I, I gotta figure this out. <laughs> Switching over to fitness. Yeah. I mean, and, and into the coaching space and cause that's not, that's not as turnkey as a lot of people think. I, I mean, cause we, we're right. going to talk about that today too, about just, cause again, our, our, let, I'll just throw it right out the right way. I still have a side hustle business in the isogenics world. Uh, Lisa and I have mutual connections there, and it's not for everybody. I've, it took me years to realize that, uh, but I can't tell you how many people in these uh, network marketing platforms or the health and fitness company platforms, not just Isogenics, others out there, there's some companies doing it right, many doing it wrong, uh, <laughs> and I tell people, listen, if it's not for you, it's cool, but as long as you're, as long as you're growing, you're growing in your knowledge, your, your own health and fitness along the way, et cetera, and then there's certain people that, that just naturally fall into that leading coaching role. And I see other companies out there automatically putting that as a label on, like, oh, you're a coach. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Not everybody should be a coach. Let's just, right. let's pause on that. What, what are your thoughts right. on that, Lisa? <laughs> oh, I agree, 100%. Yeah, I don't know what, you know, I just always, I was always athletic and I loved sports and just, from that point, I wanted to stay involved in the athletic world and, and got just went straight naturally, was drawn straight into coaching after my athletic career was done. Um, then I just I just kind of transitioned. I had I went through a phase, a pretty rough phase in my life where 
just struggling with things, just life, you know, kind of tossing you around in your twenties, you're trying to figure things out. And in that time I put on some weight and decided to coach myself through just getting back into shape. Cause I was an athlete. I, I like being in shape. I like being active, physically active and taking care of my body. So I, I studied nutrition, I studied workouts and just started doing that for myself. And I, I really just developed a strong passion for that and had some other ladies, I was doing it at a tennis club and had other ladies start to ask me like, Hey, can you, will you train me? And I, I was like, sure. And just from that moment, just loved it. I loved seeing their, not only their bodies transform, but you, you can see that shift happen, you know, in their, their confidence, their mindset, things like that. So I think that's, that's a huge just, component that people undervalue. Uh, and I, and yes, and everybody, let's, let's pause on that. So a lot of people, cause I've coached people, I've helped people in fitness. I've taught spinning. I've I taught spinning for six years, spinning classes, group fitness. I, I've been a CrossFit trainer. I've been a CrossFit coach. I've been a USSA ski race coach for 11 years. So I've been in lots of different circles too. And I, I agree with that, that piece of that, where when you see the light bulb go off or you start to see that person shift happening, this is where I know it separates good coaches from bad coaches because I can speak to this, is that you, you're paying enough attention to notice that. Because I can't tell you how many times I've seen other trainers and other coaches, they don't see any of that. They don't, they don't notice, like, wait a minute, hold on, let's pause on that, right? Let's, let's, let's fuel the fire for that one little light bulb. I saw, I saw a twinge in that, in that person's eye. We're hitting on something. Let's, let's dig deeper into that. Not everybody does that, and you need to because right. – Literally, you want to fuel that fire. Or, I mean, you're trying to help people get fit for life. Right? That's the name of your academy, right? Right. Yeah. Fit yep. for life academy. Fit for life. Yep. So, what does that feel like when you when you realize like, oh, there's there's that little twinge in their eye. There's that little wake up call. Like, oh, there it is. It's it's clicking. That's fun, right? Oh, it's so much fun. I always tell them like, you're in the zone. You got there. You know, and they start feeling good, and their clothes are fitting like they want to, and their energy's where they've been wanting it. Um, they're getting off medications. And they just, you know, that's just, I've always said that, like you're, you're in your zone and I, you know, there's not everybody gets there right away. And that's where the whole mindset piece really started to hit home for me was just a few years into running my boot camp um, with the women. So it's women, it's a women only boot camp, And I've been doing that 16 years now. Um, I noticed for that, that too, by the way, that's oh. your, your website is your name, Lisa Olona.com and yes. uh, fit for life Academy. There you go. And you take your ladies yeah. to really nice places, like the Grand Canyons and stuff, because you're from Arizona, so I love that. So, so Sedona, yeah, like oh, that, that's right, that's right. This one was Sedona. Sorry, I love Grand Canyon though too. Actually, have you ever done a Grand Canyon trip, or is you always keep in Arizona? Um, well, we've I've not done. You mean for a retreat? Yeah, retreats. Just Sedona so far. We went to Prescott, which is just a little bit. I you're familiar with Prescott. Oh, I know we've Prescott very this. well. Yeah, Grand Mountain Hotshots. I I used to spend yeah. my. Friends of mine, when I was fighting fire out there, uh, lived in Prescott. So I learned to not call it Prescott. I learned, that's how you know I'm a local. Yes. <laughs> I was like, oh no, it's Prescott. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so I just started to notice that the mindset that the difference, you know, I had, I had women that were getting great results mm -hmm. and then I had women that would start out of the gate awesome and then hit a wall and then go back to the, that comfort zone. Yeah. They're old and practices. that's just. Yes. What's comfortable, what's what you're used to. You know, I always say you, you hit that resistance and that's the moment that your, your old self is battling with your new self mm -hmm. and trying to kind of pull you back into what you know, because our, our brains want to go back to well, what that's we our know. lizard brains. Uh, it's, it's, it's been ingrained in there for 
thousands of hundreds, if not thousands of years. And it just obviously manifests differently nowadays as you're hinting at. And I tell people, Tom, like, that's why I love, uh, what's her name. I'll think about it in a second. The five second rule. Um, Oh yes. Uh, but she talks about how this, like, give yourself five seconds to break through that because your brain is naturally programmed, designed to protect you and keep you safe. And it's very easy. Just go, Oh, well I'm already used to this. I'm just going to go back to that. It's warm. It's fuzzy. It's easy. Well, you yes. got to you got to get comfortable with getting uncomfortable. Yes. So that's exactly it. Yeah. yeah. So it was so that, is, just, is that a big part of that that retreat? Obviously, with right now, you can't really do these retreats like you used to. But is is it really about that awakening? It is. Yeah. So we I've had three retreats so far, and then they kind of yeah hit a, a stopping point with the with COVID going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was the motivation behind it was to get these women out of their environment where their, their moms, their wives, they're, you know, they're taking care of all these tasks. So that I see them in the morning for boot camp, and then they're off on their day running. So that my idea behind the retreat was let's take you out of that. And let's focus on what you want and, and set some goals and set some clarity for what you want and, and find out what's hindering you from that. You know, if you're not reaching that or, or whatever the case may be. So that's where the retreats came in. And then at the retreat, I always had the desire to write a book, you know, on some kind of mindset to help people overcome it. I went through a couple different transformations of my own. Um, and I noticed through the, the last one was with isogenics. Um, and Rod Harrison has a great program on, on mindset. And I really just zoned in on his. And I learned so much about my own mindset and wanted to just transfer that over to my clients. Yeah, he definitely did. I will say when Rod started kicking his growth into gear, because I mean, I, I found that company 10 years ago when I was firefighting. So I've been around longer than a lot of the names, even though I never really ripped the lid off and became well known in that organization. I don't care. I just, right. you know, it's, I still use their, uh, some of their protocols and the products for people who need it, you know? So my wife yep. still loves a lot of the stuff too. Uh, but yeah, he, he definitely came into it. I mean, he's got a great motivational speaking style, uh, very focused. I, I think anybody working with him and his programs are going to do very well. So, and I, I've, I'm not even on his team or whatever. I just, I have no, I don't care. I'm like, hey, if yeah. you're good at what you're doing, <laughs> then you're good at what you're doing. It's yes. that simple. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, and by so the yeah, way, real quick, him, five second rule, Mel Robbins. I have to, yes. have to name drop her because she's very, <laughs> very inspirational and very impacting for a lot of people. So. Yes, I've actually used that five-second rule many times for right? myself. It's great. Book. Yep. So I, I keep it saved as a top favorite in my Audible. So whenever I start traveling more, I, I get back into my audiobooks again, and I make myself go back over that book at least once a year. There's certain books I, I make oh, wow. myself go once a year. Uh, even the old classic, uh, The Law of Attraction, I do it once a year just to see if it's you know hitting me differently You know, every single yep. year as I grow. Which so, typically it does. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's good stuff. So. Yeah. And who knows? I mean, so obviously your book, uh, Cross Your Creek. Yes. So you said you you always had ideas of writing a book. Because I literally I had my my teamwork call with my editor yesterday and we're editing my my first book right now too. So I'm awesome. going I'm going through those 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 pain points. <laughs> I'll just leave it uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like I feel you. When did you when did that click about, you know, um and actually I'll screen share again for that once I bring that up, but Cross Your Creek, a determined woman's guide to becoming unstoppable. So your key word here is unstoppable. So yes, when did that kind of finally come into fruition? Like you said, I'd already thought about writing a book, but then when did your like, you know, the gleam in your eyes, so to speak, when did that click for you? 
Oh, it was, it was cool. So um, I knew I wanted to write a book. I didn't know about what. And then probably about a, maybe six months before Cross Your Creek came up, I knew I wanted to write a book about mindset, about overcoming obstacles and how to do that. Um, and to understanding that anytime you go to create change in your life, there is going to be resistance. It, okay. It's not a... You know, it's not a sexy thing to say. Nobody wants to hear that. They, they just want to hear like, oh, I'm going to go drop 20 pounds and, and fit back in my clothes and feel great. Well, yes, but you are going to hit some resistance, okay. which is basically the the creeks that pop up in your life, you know, that the unknown or your mindset or whatever. So I, I knew at one point I wanted to also write a, I wanted to write a book about mindset. Okay. So our last retreat was in Sedona and this was a, a, little, a little over a year ago and we went for a hike. We had a Saturday morning hike, super easy hike. Everybody's excited to go. We get out of the car and we, we uh, go down this little hill and the trails on the other side of the Creek. So we're like, and you can't really see the trail. Okay. So we didn't know there was a Creek that we'd have to cross to get to the trail. Sure. Well, that Creek brought up all kinds of mindset issues for everybody. So there was the fear of slipping. There was, um, you know, just, they, a lot of the women stood frozen for a while. Like, let's just go find another hike. And I even thought like, oh crap, there's a, and then I thought, no, this is exactly what we're talking about at the retreat right now. Like this is experience. Mother, mother nature happening. threw you a, a, a water-based roadblock, oh, right? So it's yeah. like, okay, cross it. Which happens in Sedona. It's, yeah. That just seems like the magical place. Things like that happen in Sedona. So yes, we got to give a shout out to Sedona because I used to live over there. It's Sedona, Arizona is absolutely beautiful. If anybody listening to this, if you have a chance to travel a little bit, COVID or not, go hiking there, go mountain biking there, just go for a walk. It's beautiful country, beautiful country. Yes. And you feel different. You feel, it's like a healing feeling there. I I don't know, you know, how Actually, a friend of mine just had this, we had this phone call literally today. I was driving in my car and he had called up. He's like, hey man, he's like, I know you're a big energy guy and flow guy. I'm like, well, I've become more. I've been awakened more to that since literally every cell in our body is basically a power plant. Uh, but he, he brought up, he's like, Hey man, he's like, I was reading a recent study and they were talking about how, when you step into mother nature, especially like not just, Oh, I have trees in my backyard, but like, okay, you're at a, a wooded park or in the woods or in Sedona or whatever. They said it literally takes less than 30 minutes and your body is getting supercharged off of that natural energy because you're surrounded by mother nature's energy. And even our, they actually say that our, our, the cells in our body resonate at a certain frequency, just like the earth resonates at a certain frequency. And they actually right. say, that's why like a lot of people have, have gotten more into grounding and earthing, right? Like taking your mm-hmm. rubber shoes off and let your feet touch the earth and, and allow those yep. resonations to align. So we're getting very into energy right now, but there's a lot of actual science to this. And so that's why I'm just aligning what you're saying. And I'm like, oh my God, yeah. Anytime you can get into outdoors and just soak it all up. And yes. you get supercharged. So, yep. Yeah. And that was, you know, kind of my thought like that, this is an opportunity right here. So we can either, and we were actually going into, cause we would have a hike, we'd head back to the cabins and we do like a little seminar together okay. and go over the topic of that day. That day's topic, it started the night before transition to the next morning was growth mindset versus a fixed mindset. Hmm. So change comes up, obstacles come up are you going to use that as an opportunity to grow and, and move past it? Or do you have a fixed mindset? Like, well, I can't, this is just me. This is where I'm at, you know, and turn back and go back to where you were. Hmm. So there was just this perfect opportunity to, you know, find our way across this Creek. It took us an hour to find a path 
that most everybody would go through. A couple of the ladies ended up saying, I don't want to do it and went back Okay. Um, and waited at the car. But the, that's okay. The they're just, they're at a different place in the timeline. They're, they're going to take yes. a little bit more work to break those concerns down. Yes. Yeah. And fear, you know, fear is a big issue. And, 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 and just the things that we're telling ourselves, the stories that we're telling ourselves about that obstacle ahead of us can right. really determine whether or not we cross it. Okay. So that's where the, that's where the title came up is cross your Creek. And um, actually the picture on the, the cover was taken the day before just randomly. I was going to say that was a Sedona with, photo, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it was at, it was a different location along that Creek um, just randomly took that. And then the, the name came the next day. I, after we had the retreat, I came home, I woke up in the middle of the night, like that's the name cross your Creek. And then I thought about that picture and there it was. So I like it. I mean, it, it, yeah. it's, it's simple and, but it actually directly aligns with what we're talking about. There's just, I can't tell you there's people have water panic. I mean, I'm somebody who has water panic. I never knew I had water panic until I started making myself finally like properly learn how to swim. And I tried doing my first triathlon, uh, two years ago and it didn't go well. And it's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's what that water panic stuff is. Okay, that's real. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. mean I'm going to stop. I mean, my wife and I just just uh, started planning a, uh, our first ever Costa Rica trip. And obviously, we don't know if we're going to be able to pull it off or not. But uh, we never yeah. had our honeymoon yet. So it's already, we've already been married over a year, and we still haven't had a honeymoon because everything going on. Uh, so right. it's like, okay, well, it's just, uh, I'm not going to let that stop me. So we, I say, hey, for the first time in our lives, let's buy that whole trip insurance thing that we never do. So if we, so hopefully in this October, we're going to go to Costa Rica. I don't know, but I'm like, I'm not going to, well, I hope you can too. Yeah. But I was like, okay, am I going to let that stop me? Nope. What's our workaround? Buy trip insurance. That's not hard, but a lot of people aren't even willing to commit the stuff right now. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm not going to let my, my life is not going to stop. I'm going to keep moving forward in a tactical and, and healthy, as healthy way as possible. Right. So We'll figure this out as we go. But it's like, okay, well, yeah. like you said, okay, it's, it's a new roadblock. What are we going to do? I could just sit yeah. here and twiddle my thumbs and hope for the best. Like, no, I'm going to take action. So Create a plan. Take action. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, that, that's a more of an international creek than a local creek. But. <laughs> <laughs> hey, a creek's a creek. Exactly, right? Or depending on part of the country you're in, crick. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, creek or crick. There you go, people. I'm, I'm tapping back into my childhood. So, so you, you, you find the name, you have the experience. How long did it take you to write the book? To write the book? Yeah. Because of all my own creeks? Uh-huh, uh-huh. It took... I've been waiting to ask you this. That was just the last time you and I talked because I'm going through the same thing. So Yes. Um, it ended up taking about a year to get from the moment I really sat down to start writing it to the moment it was published. Okay. It was a good solid year. Um it probably could have been done in two months, okay. but you know, you hit your own resistance. You hit your own life happens or you have your own stories. You're telling yourself that hold you back. And uh, so it took a little bit longer and the editing process, which you're in right now uh, was yeah. a whole different, you know, I, I, I think I told you, I finished the book and was like, oh, I'm done writing. Oh. Well, bad mistake to take that sigh of relief because the real work I just wrote started a new chapter last week she's like hey i need a whole new chapter i'm like what and she's like well oh. she's like your book is turning out to be more of a memoir style and she's like you don't have anything with today and i was like oh crap because like every you know the most of the book is set in t- 2010 and 2011 when i served firefighting you know it's it's, it's a hot shot book you know from being serving as a hot shot 
So she's like, okay, great. But she's like, you've been, a lot of my book is talking about the the mental transformations, the lessons learned, how they're fast forwarding today. She's like, you you need a 2020 update. She's like, she's like, you're in your book. You talk about you being a bachelor and now you're married. So she's like, you got to connect on that. I'm like, oh, come on. So, uh, (laughs) so yeah, the editing is fun. Um, but oh, it's it's good though yeah. cuz like what what how many words did you end up with? Remember? 30 I want to say 30,000 before editing or final like final. I think final. I okay. and I, I don't even know if I'm right on that. Cuz I um, thought I had 30 and then her initial editing dropped it to like 22. And I'm like, "What?" And now now we're back up as of yesterday to 29,000 and she's like, "Scott, she's like we're halfway through the book. Thanks to this new chapter and the recent edits, she's like, "You keep because we're doing like one-on-one walk through the chapter and I'm yeah. reliving everything and bringing even more content out as she and I are editing. So she's adding stuff in like oh, real cool. time. She's awesome. And I was like, she's like, she's like, at this rate, Scott, you'll be back. You'll probably be over 45,000. I'm like, oh, she's like, yeah, because this, this turned out to be, we needed to go through it together. So, right. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I wrote or voice transcribed the first book version last year in under three months. Yeah, I would just do it while I was traveling and just voice transcribe oh, the book. Oh, that's a good idea. And then I exported yeah. all the voice transcriptions into text documents and then put them into Word and then sent her everything. And that was it. But I didn't send her for editing until this year. So she's like, well, you could have had this done last year. And I was like, well, that was the original plan too. But <laughs> to your point, my own Life roadblocks. Yeah. yeah. I got distracted or I was worrying like, oh my God, what if my – you know, I only served for two years. Like, what if other fire professionals don't like my book? You know, what if I mean, people just like, I don't care usually what anybody else thinks in my life, but for some reason, my re-releasing my own book, like kind of created a new creek for me to cross. Yeah. So, yeah, it does. Yeah. It's a very vulnerable thing. You know, yes, it's yes. very, very vulnerable. Yes. That's actually, that's coming into the book a lot, actually talking about, actually, I put that in there actually to help advance the book to today. Like, allowing myself to find become more vulnerable in life to allow me to meet my wife or, and obviously grow a relationship, which I never had. <laughs> so that's yeah. in there too. Yeah. Vulnerability, man. <laughs> no joke. It's a, uh, it's a, it's that's a another big, Mel Robbins. Yeah. It's a big Creek for a lot of us. And that doesn't matter yes. if you're male, female, I don't care what your lifestyle is. I don't care. I don't care what color you are. I don't care what uh, background you come from. Vulnerability affects us all. So uh, so well, you, and then you, your brain kicks in, like, you know, like you're saying, like with writing the book and then you, you start to question things or doubt things. So your brain kicks in to protect you. Like, well, what if, what if this, what if this? There's always a just, what if. It's always a what if. Uh, yep. And there's nothing wrong with experiencing the what ifs, but I've also learned that, okay, there's always going to be what ifs. So, okay, entertain them and don't let them stop you. Don't let them prevent this. I, I had a couple of great wow. authors on my show and they, they said during this past year and a half, they're like, Oh, you haven't finished the book yet. I was like, why? He's like, dude, that's you. That's not, you blame the process. You can blame right. this. He's like, they're like, no, sorry. As, 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 as authors, like that's you. He's like, just get over it. Stop worrying what other people think, get it done. Cause they said, what if there's one person out there waiting to finally see Absolutely. your words and like, you could be impacting somebody. And they say, how would that make you feel? If just one person followed up with you and said, oh my God, your book changed my life. And I was like, whoa, I never thought about that. They said exactly. So mm-hmm. you owe it. You don't owe it just to yourself. You owe it to just all the possible people out there that you could be positively impacting. And I was like, 
oh, that's all I needed. I, I needed the guilt trip. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's funny. Well, Other authors have true. to guilt trip. Like, <laughs> even just, you know, like my big obstacle right now is I, I need to start doing more live videos. I need to put myself out there more, do more live videos. And I see. That's and my jam. I'm all about that. Like, if anything, my wife's like, I know, really? I see you're going you live on video it. again? And I'm like, yeah. Once you get good at it, it's not that hard. <laughs> right. You get comfortable with it and everything. Yeah. So, like, like today, yeah. you, got, you got your ring light on and everything. We have, we have lighting. You know, it's like, then you start buying toys to make your live videos even more professional. And it becomes a fun process. So, um, I, I, I say, like that attitude toward it. How was your first uh, live video? <laughs> a little rough? Um, well, you know, I'm trying to think if I've done one on my, my main Facebook page, I've done quite a few in my coaching pages. Sure. Yeah. So, well, cause um, you know, that's your but, audience. So yes, exactly. putting it public, <laughs> it's a whole different thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll let you know how it is when I do it <laughs> because I now have a coach who just told me I need to do it on a daily okay. basis. So if nothing else, you gotta be doing, you gotta at least give a, do a live video. Just tell them why you wrote cross your Creek, make it. Yeah. Uh, and then do a 30 second version, then do like a five minute version and just see how they see how they react to the public world. So, because people do want to hear from the author, why the hell he even did it. So I right. do, I want to know. And then you have to tell well, them like you're that. saying, so like I, you're so saying with the, it. with the authors where, where they were telling you, like if you could change, if it changed one person's life. And if that's the thing is like when we get shift our focus off of, protecting ourselves and off of ourselves and put it, you know, make it about somebody else that might need what you have to offer. It, it does shift everything. Yep. You know, it gives you a whole different, a whole different mindset or perspective. Well, it's like, well, you clearly can write it because I'm in your Instagram right now. There we go. And you, you give people the about like, obviously. So it's like, okay, well you've wrote in the book, you've posted about it. Well, now it's just time to do a little video. So. Yeah. Yeah. But what, what was your so what it. was your creek on that then? Just because you just weren't comfortable enough to do live videos yet, you you haven't put enough reps in, which is again going back to fitness, right? I didn't put enough reps in yet. So. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's part of it, you know. And it's just it's it's like you tell yourself these stories, like who's really going to listen? Who cares what you have to say? You know, which maybe not everybody will, but somebody will. Somebody mm-hmm. you somebody will resonate with you, you know. And and there's someone that needs to hear what you have to say. Well, I, I like um, when you when you fit out the information to come on the show. Not everybody gives me a quote, but I'm glad you did because you wrote, "Quit hanging on to the handrails, dot dot dot. Let go, surrender, go for the ride of your life. Do it every day." And you quoted Melody. Uh, is that Beatty or Beatty? Bait. Yeah. Uh, Beatty, I think. Yeah. 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 So great quote. Um, but this totally aligns what you and I are talking about right now. So I have to ask because obviously. You're, you're a female professional targeting other females to help help them. So clearly, you, and that, by the way, smart marketing, right? Some people are like, oh, I want to help everybody. I'm like, eh, trying to market to tens of thousands of people on the male and female front. Maybe you want to pick one to niche with, and then maybe later you come up with a men's program later. But as a, as a woman, would you say that, I'm always intrigued about this question. Do you think men or women struggle more with something like this, crossing the creek factor? I'm intrigued because I say, as a man, I can tell you up front, we struggle with it. We just don't want to tell anybody about it because that makes us too vulnerable. Mm-hmm. So we just swallow it, our pride and just sort of deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> so I can't, yeah, I, I can't speak for the ladies. So, um, Oh, it's a struggle with the ladies. And I, I, I think of like a, from a fitness perspective, 
you know, and just the stories that they've, they've been telling themselves about their weight and, um, women are just very, uh, like self-image, self-conscious. Yeah. 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 So I definitely think that is definitely a a battle. And I, I've seen so many women that are so, so hard on themselves as far as their weight goes, you know, like they, they look great. They're taking care of their body. They're healthy but they still need to lose five more pounds or they have these wrinkles or, mm-hmm. you know, which, which puts up some creaks. And so it's, it's just, I, I think either both struggle with it, like yeah. you said, just in different ways and maybe from different, um, different avenues, you know, like some, maybe women struggle more with the fitness aspect, but then again, I don't, I don't know that that's necessarily true. Well, so when I, when I made myself go back to school, on nights and weekends as an adult student to find, I was, I'm the first person in my family to have a degree. It doesn't make me better than anybody else. Cause I don't even use a degree now. So, but I was like, as an entrepreneur, I'm like, you actually didn't teach me anything in college about being an entrepreneur. That's all yeah. hard knocks, man. But yep. I, 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 I finished my BS in marketing and psychology. So I tell people to this day, I will always respect the university process for how much it helped me grow. Uh, showing that I can commit to you know programs, et cetera, but also a lot, I learned a lot on in world cultures. I studied a lot of uh, Latino backgrounds, Central America, South America for world cultures courses, and I really fell in love with philosophy and, and psychology to the point where I almost did a dual major because I fell in love with psychology so much. But one of the biggest things I took out of psychology is relating what you and I are talking about now is that yes, women actually are much better. You, you ladies are much better at at least creating this circle of trust and or creating mm-hmm. a I don't know a a circle of women that you, you're willing to talk to each other. Like you girls are just better mm-hmm. at that. And us guys, we're just like, yeah, we have bros, but most bros don't sit down and talk about their feelings. Right. <laughs> or <laughs> you don't want to seem weak or talk about this problem or that problem. And I think that is, that's why actually it's exciting to see a lot of male coaches or uh, men's groups that have started servicing thanks to the online world because we do need that. I think you right. ladies naturally are willing to step into that circle of influence, I think faster than us. Cause mm-hmm. at least I can speak to this. I'm a stubborn asshole. So, so I need my wife. I tell her all the time, like you're my wife because I know you're going to call me on my shit. So I love that about you. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I, I mean, I realized after all these years, like I need somebody to call me when I'm being a jackass. It is what right. it is. So, uh, because us guys aren't good at talking about our feelings and getting vulnerable and all that stuff. Uh, I am much better with that now than I ever was, and I still have a lot more world to grow. But again, back to the psychology, I remember learning, I was always something that stood out to me, and I realized, I was like, yeah, we're not really good at that. You ladies are at least willing to do it. I just, and then obviously once you get into that circle, that's where you you help them. I, I don't know what it's like being in a circle of all, all that, you know, lady power, helping each other back and <laughs> forth with the creek crossings. So, because like, to your point, everybody's going to be a different place on the timeline, so everybody's got different I guess depth depths of creek water to cross, yeah, or, or yes. width or width. So, because um, even though a creek looks small from a width standpoint, it could be twenty feet deep. You know, you don't know. Yeah. So, so how, how do you how yep. do you address that? How do you work with like okay, well, this person's only six inches deep, and this person's twenty feet deep. <laughs> how's that? How does that? How's that work well in a group? Um, I think really more than anything, I, I just kind of lead the group, but the women help each other. Right. And that's really like kind of what you're going off of what you're talking about is as they open up, they, they help each other through it. So maybe someone who's just going through a six foot and there's someone going through a 20, mm-hmm. this, the one going through the more shallow water might step in and help 
help the other one a little bit more. You know, just like when we were getting ready to cross the creek, we found quite a few paths across the creek. But we had, there was me and another gal that were really just going back and forth and trying to find one that everybody could cross together, you know? And so that's what ended up taking us longer. But that's, that's where that group dynamic is actually very powerful because that's where they're getting bonded. They're getting that support, Mm -hmm. you know, that encouragement. And so you're really serving more of a role as, as the, and you can call it a a group leader, but really you're helping facilitate, you're helping guide them. So like, do you guys end up setting up things like, um, like I actually, I actually, from a different author group, I, I, right before this call, I was meeting with him to this day over a year now, he and I've been meeting every single week. Well, now we switch it to every two weeks, but we're accountability partners. So he's already put his book out. He beat me. Uh, but you know, some little competitive, he beat me on, on getting the book uh-huh. out. But I plan, <laughs> I, <caught that. laughs> I plan on having the physical and the audible ready to go when I air my book where he just, he hasn't gotten the audible done yet. And he's all, he's a very successful podcaster. I'm like, dude, you have all the gear. Why haven't you done the audible? So I'm, so I'm calling him out on that and he's calling me out on taking so long to get my editor in place. So it's a great relationship. So we, uh, I, I'm yeah. a big fan of accountability partnerships. So it's like yes. in your groups, I'd probably, I'm, I'm guessing some people probably align quicker to others in the group. And that's part of your facilitation is helping them find partners in that process. Well, and they naturally do it. So when we came back from the Creek, we sat in, in a whole group. So there were nine women sitting there in the whole group. Um, and a, you know, a couple people were like, ah, oh, it's a Creek. I don't care. I didn't do the hike. It doesn't matter. But then, a, a, you know, or, or it should have been planned better. We shouldn't have had a Creek pop up. It should have been known that it was there, you know, all those different things. But then there was another person. I didn't even have to say it. There would be another gal that would say, Hey, but isn't that life, you know, and they kind of call each other out on that too, you know, and, and kind of open each other's eyes to that where maybe sometimes it might be better to hear it from somebody else than from me, Yeah, you know, but so it was that kind of, it's that kind of dynamic where it's like an open discussion and kind of processing what went on. And I, I kind of have the role of maybe calling people out on their crap, you know, in the end, somebody's crap story do they're it. telling themselves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, yes. somebody's gotta be the bad girl. So, or, <laughs> or the inspiring girl, right. To guide them. So that's the coach's job though. Right. That's what, that's what a, a good coach is. A good coach will call you out on your stuff and, right. and hold you accountable to what you say you want for right. yourself. That's the creek. This this is the creek yes, you use on the book cover, right? Uh, that is, this, yeah, that's the same creek. So yeah. when was that? Is that on Instagram or? Oh, yeah, I'm on your Insta. You posted this back on May 27th. I think you were just kind of like pulling out some of the content from the last. Uh... Yeah, because obviously, yeah, that's yeah. definitely the creek because I noticed the dead tree. And then if you look at the book cover, that's the same spot. You're just looking away here. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Huh, very cool. So that was the day before the creek incident happened. So not knowing it was going to happen, that picture was taken. So that's when it kind of all oh, fell really? together. Like, oh, sweet. Yeah. Oh, I, I figured you guys like would have came back and took that photo later or something. But No. So you had already gone no. down to the creek. You knew the creek was there. But you guys hadn't realized and no one's gonna, not everybody's going to want to cross that yet? Well, so that was a different hiking location. Oh, okay. So we, we went on that hike. That one we knew the creek was there and you have to cross over the creek. It's not really a hike where you climb. It's okay. more just like walking along the creek and stuff like that. Right. The next day we thought we were just doing like this intense hike. And we didn't realize that there was a, a creek first, but the creek was a little more, was wider and in some places deeper. So we had to and find the right like rocks this, to cross. This is back in one of your old posts too, like stuff that's all rocky and, and much more technical yes, across. That's so. it. That's huh. the exact creek, right? That's the exact location oh, right there. Cool. 
Yeah. Okay. So that I did go back and, and that picture was randomly taken, but I, I actually took a friend. I'm like, you got to go. I want to go cross this creek again <laughs> and get to the, well, to the hike, I uh, love the I've, hike. I've, I've, I have years of hiking experience. And yes, the entry level hikers who maybe haven't done enough greater outdoor activities, this would be challenged. They would see there's no clear path. You've got water flowing over wet, slippery rocks. People be worried yep. about rolling ankles, slipping, breaking, et cetera. Yes. You could have people who just like, well, I don't want to get my feet wet because then I got to go. I yes. have to do the rest of the hike with wet feet. It's like, well, that's mother nature. Like, it's okay. You might get a, uh, you might get a blister. Okay. It's not the end of the world. Right. <laughs> right. Well, and so we did have some people go over the, the rock and then some of the ladies were like, forget it. I'm just walking through. So they walked through knee deep, nice. walked through the water, got yeah. to the other side. Okay. So, and you said you had yeah. a couple that actually went back. They did not want to go. Okay. They did not want to go. Yeah. One was just like, I don't, it's not worth it to me. I don't want to risk it. So she went back. Even um, though everybody then, was there that, to grow, like that's, that was the point of your retreat, right? Is to trigger growth for everybody. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So, and then, and, so yeah, how so did that go down had, in the, when you guys circled up later? Like how, I mean, obviously you're not, you're not there to call each other out, but it's like, okay, well clearly two people probably felt as outsiders. How did you help them through that? So initially I said, Hey, if you guys tomorrow's visualization, okay. you guys want to go back to the Creek. We'll sit there. We'll visualize crossing and then we'll do it again. But they both were just like, it's not worth it. I don't care. I, you know, one gal said I could have done that Creek in a few seconds. I just didn't. Well, she didn't because her, her, she was mad. She was mad at me for not assessing the situation prior to that day, but before taking that. Oh, and she wanted everything planned out for her. As as a good as a yes. good group leader, you should have had all of our walks planned and pre-scouted. Yes. Okay. Well, so, but that's because not how life of that, works. and that's what that's what I'm saying. When one of the other gals had called her out on that, like, "Hey, that's not life." Mm-hmm. But because of that that thought process she had, it's a blame. It's it's a blaming thing. Okay. It's a mindset thing. So she had that thought process at the creek, which led to her getting frustrated and upset, which led to her saying, "Forget it. I'm not going to do it," which led to her not doing it. So she didn't get the hike, the, the view, you know, and that's kind of, that's a, a point I make in the book and, you know, not to pick on her. Cause like you said, we all have our different creeks come up and we have yeah. offered, we're at different places. We all have our own, uh, our own baggage. I'll air quote that, you know, our own baggage, yes, our own exactly. creeks. <laughs> yep. So, um, but yeah, so the, those two just, and they just, and when I offered to, you know, go back, let's, let's work on visualization and see how that works. And, but they just were like, I don't want, it's not worth it. I don't want to. So, I mean, what do you do? You know? So have you noticed, you said you've done three of these retreats, right? Uh, Prior to releasing the book. So obviously you've got three retreats worth or three groups worth of women and and lessons learned that you're able to channel into this book. Uh, So would you say that a lot of the same roadblocks or creek crossings transcended all three groups or were they all actually a lot of differentiation between the three retreats? Um, There was, I had different uh, trainers. Okay. Leading it. So I actually was, was one of the coaches or trainers for the last, for the third one. Oh, okay. The first two, I brought two different people in to do the training by the third one. I thought, okay, I'm playing small. I, I know I like to coach mm-hmm. and I'm just hiding. And I was, I called myself out on it. I okay. was just hiding behind other, other coaches. Yeah. And I thought I want to do this. I so you were more of the organizer the first two rounds, handing off the coaching. And then by the third, yes. you just had to build up enough trust in yourself and confidence and realize like, wait a minute, I got this. I know this. We've done it twice times. I could be the coach. So. Yeah. I, yeah. Okay. I mean, I enjoyed, I enjoyed overseeing it, planning it, doing all that, but I just know that 
I know that I'm just like in my heart of hearts, I'm a coach. Yeah. That's what I thrive off of. That's what I enjoy doing. So that's when I finally, that third one was like, okay, I'm doing it. I'm kind of similar on that because, so you know how, uh, actually a lot of people don't know this. So in Instagram, you can have a personal profile and you can have a business profile. And then mm-hmm. they've since enhanced the settings deeper. And then there's two versions of a business profile because I tell people all the time, just use the business profile because you can run data. You can run reports, see your insights, see all the kind of followers you have. Because it's not about having tens of thousands of followers. It's about having a quality group of following that actually interacts with your content. I could have 10,000 followers. If I only get five hearts on a post or one comment once in a while, that's not a very engaged audience. So anyway, I always tell people, like, try and consider the business profile for your brand. But now they give the ability to actually flip a different option. You can be an influencer or um, basically in that world, you can you can list yourself as a public figure or an author or a speaker, et cetera, or a coach. You can So when you change that, it actually says that under your profile. And admittedly, oh. I've had people for years like, how come you don't list yourself as a coach? And I was like, because ah, I've been a coach in the business world, in the corporate world, in the skiing world, in the sp- cycling world, the spinning world, the skiing world. So Technically, yeah, coach is one of my big hats that I've worn. I just choose not to use it today. But just for shits and yeah. giggles, I actually decided to, my, my personal profile on LinkedIn, I switched it over. Because I, I have a Live the Fuel feed on Instagram, and I have Scott W. Mulvaney. So I, I share different content. So I decided to move the Scott one into the coach. So it's like just a baby step. and like, just own it. Like, I've yeah. been able to, for years, like, hey, you know what? I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't bill myself out as a coach. But I, I'm constantly coaching my business clients and their teams and motivating people and stuff. So it's like, you know what? If it's if it's part of who I am, just do it. Mm-hmm. But there you go. Mm-hmm. I, I had I have an issue with it. like I've been a coach for 20 years in multiple different facets, but I can't call myself that. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, like you said, like you're either a coach or you're not. You know, not everybody's a coach. Not everybody. That's just not their, not their, their jam. skill set. Or yeah. yeah, I like that. Not their jam. Yeah. yeah. A little music connection there. So <laughs> I suck at music, but I, I, I like jamming. So, <laughs> but you know, also the other reason why is because now everybody nowadays feels that they are a coach, which drives me crazy. Like, no, actually, I'm going to go ahead and say it because some of the, some of the influence of this audience is I'm a Gen Xer giving back to the next generations and my co-host like yourself. So obviously, we're giving back to the, the Z's and the millennials and everybody. And I'm like, guys, like, if you're 18 years old, you're not a coach. You have no life, mm. you have barely any life experience. I mean, unless you grew up in the Arctic since five years of age and, I mean, lost your parents and 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 killed a wolf to survive, at 18, maybe you have a story to share, right? I don't know. I'm just saying, I, w- I would not, I would go back to myself and if, if I was 18 trying to become a coach, I would smack myself and say, you got to put in some, you need some pain, you need some mistakes, it's it's okay. I'm glad you want to become a coach, but you're not there yet. Uh, so right. everybody's got different schools. I thought I just have to put it out there. I'm like, I'm not trying to make age a thing, but it is like, come on, man, like put in some stripes first. Like er, er, where you want to go military, yeah. earn some stripes on your uniform. I want to hear some pain. Like if you don't have any major pains at, at, at 18 and my twenties beat the crap out of me. My thirties was firefighting. So yeah. it's like, I have still more pain to get, but now I'm willing to at least talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, I just like bring it up once in a while because it drives me crazy when I see a, like a 17 year old Instagram person calling themselves a life coach. I'm like, Oh God, sorry. <laughs> I, I got to take a position on that. I haven't seen that. So, oh yeah. 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 Somebody tried, they messaged me like, Oh, 
I'm, you know, I see you're a coach. I'm a coach too. And I'm like, I looked at a profile and I'm like, you don't even have facial hair, dude. What are you? <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that just cracks me up. You call him an aspiring coach. Yes. I, that's why I tell people, like, I love to see people aspiring to want to help more. So let, let me, let me add a little bit more to that. So people don't get hate. I'll probably get hate tweets or something. It's like, cause everybody, uh-huh. everybody hates nowadays. I don't have time in my life to hate. I'm too busy mm-hmm. trying to motivate and inspire people with my content. I'm never going to comment a hate comment. Sorry. There's enough yep. negativity in this world. We need to be all helping each other rise up. No matter what your background, no matter what your income, no matter what your financial history, no matter what your color, no matter what your everything, dude, we're all here to rise up. Everybody else is negative. Absolutely. Stop following my feed. Stop commenting. I want nothing to do with you. There's enough negativity yep. in this world. <laughs> yep. With you 100% on that. Right? Isn't it exhausting? Yep. Yes. It's it's also disheartening a little bit. I have, I mean, it's like you see people spreading negativity. I'm like, 2020 is definitely going to go down as one of the craziest years in a long time. I think we all agree on that. <laughs> from 100%, yeah. From the unfortunate issues of, of of this COVID corona thing to obviously the reawakening of of not reawakening but the reminder that there's still some racial disharmony with BLM and everything mm-hmm. else. It's just it's a really wild year. But again, this is why I have live the fuel and this is why I have people like you coming on. It's like we have a choice in the content we put into the world electronically. Mm-hmm or in person or otherwise. So why choose the negative path? It's yes. You know, it's exhausting. It's like, right. It exhausts me just even trying to think about me putting a negative thing out there. I'm like, that takes work. I was like, I'd rather put all that work into something positive. Like, right. But people like you said, that. lifting people up. Yeah. yeah. There's enough people out there going to bring you down. Let, why don't you, why don't you surround yourself with people? It goes back to, again, here we go. Your retreats and everything, Right. Let's choose mm-hmm. to surround ourselves with people that are going to rise up with us, right? And help yeah. others rise up with them. If you got somebody in your inner circle, I tell people all the time, the classic Jim Rohn quote, you know, you're the product of the five people you spend the most time with. Yep. Okay. If your inner circle is a bunch of negative Nancys or whatever you want to call them, you might want to rethink your inner circle of trust. Just throwing it out there. Big time. Yep. <laughs> I'm not saying that's, disown that's them, a- you know. <laughs> we've all learned that from the network marketing world, right? Like, you know, it's okay. Everybody has, understands. So it's like, just let them do their thing. You don't need it to so. Right. But who am I bouncing ideas off of? Who am I surrounding myself with virtually, right? That's why online coaching groups are so exciting, right? It's like, okay, you can't do a physical retreat anymore. That's okay. People like Lisa have online communities. Mm-hmm. So now people have less of an excuse to not fix what they're surrounding themselves with. Uh, get mm-hmm. more positive energy around them. Get more people that are going to uplift you enough to even go and consider a hike to go cross a new creek. So, right. I love, I just love the book. I just like, I like the naming. <laughs> I love creeks. I love mountains. I love the outdoors. So it's like yeah. outdoors. Yeah. Yeah. Love yeah. It. Nature. Nature's healing. Yeah. So, so I mean, we're going to come towards the end of our slot already. Wow. Man, man our time, our flies. What, what's happening next? Because obviously, I mean, I'm going to time sip this because I know it's going to—it's not going to air for another at least a month because I got so many shows in the tank. But this is already streaming live in the Facebook world here at the mm-hmm. end of July 2020. So it's July 30th, 2020. We're streaming this live in Facebook. So what's happening next? The book is now available on Amazon. It's been up since what May? Yeah. Okay. It's since the end of May. Uh, physical version coming next, or does that already? It's, it's here. So you can. So I, so I was sharing that earlier. I'm going to share that again because I, I was actually adding you. 
because I have I'm an Amazon influencer. You can whatever. It's a thing. And I uh, so I, I set up an Amazon influencer page so when people go to livethefuel.com. Here, I'll actually I'll walk you through it. Here you go, people. You go to livethefuel.com and you, you click on the Amazon banner. And there goes my special Live the Fuel influencer page. And I have a whole section just for book recommendations. So every author, oh. every author, there you are, goes I into my it. book recommendations. So that way people can't. Well, thank you. Well, if you can't figure out how to search Cross Your Creek. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. Let's, let's make it a little bit easier. You just go here and every author I've ever had on the show or every book that I've ever read or listened to an Audible is in here if it's on Amazon. So there's a lot of books in here. Um, but anyway, yeah, you're the latest one at it. So, awesome! I'm very honored. Thank you. Well, come on, you know, we're rocking the yeah. mics here together. We're jamming. So, <laughs> so what? So what's next? So, so now the, the digital is available. Now the physical is available. Um, obviously, you can't do a physical retreat yet. Uh, are you doing some more online stuff next? So I'm doing on, the online uh, coaching. So the fitness, um, the health and fitness coaching. Yep. I do that online. And we're actually getting ready in the next couple of weeks uh, to start digging into the book together. Okay. So we're going to start go- walking through the book together. So kind of an online retreat, there you, go. you know, going through it together over the next few months. So using the book as a guide, so to speak, or as a, as the curriculum as uh, for yep. these, for like a virtual retreat, Ooh, virtual retreat. Yeah. Yes. Or is that your, so that was, that's your fit that for was, life Academy though, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. So. And that was the whole, the book is actually designed. So that's the curriculum for retreats. Okay. You know, the retreat's an opportunity for if someone read the book or didn't read the book, it's an opportunity to go sit and actually dig deeper when we're there physically together. And that's kind of what I'm shooting for with the virtual part of it too, with the Fit for Life Academy. Yeah. Cool. I'm digging it. So, um, so yeah, so that we're just going to, for the first time, we'll start using the book as the curriculum, like you said, and we'll do that online. And then my hope is to have the next retreat April 2021. I was shooting for October 2020, um, but with everything going on, I think that's a tricky. I guess like I said so. earlier, like we 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 said, hey, like my birthday's in September. We trying to find, we were trying to like get some type of getaway done, and we're like, we don't know what's going to happen. Let's all right, you know what? Let's let's book it for October. I have two other friends running online or running conferences. And they had rescheduled their spring conference for October, but now two of them have, have already said, hey, now we're not even sure either. So they went ahead and said, you know what? We're moving it to 2021. So yeah. I think almost 90% of conferences or events that I normally monitor or track have all either gone to 2021 and just left it at that, or they've gone to 2021, but they've decided to now respin their something for this year into a virtual online event. So mm-hmm. uh, actually this past weekend, I, I just ran, I helped run the uh, first ever NSNG summit because my client, Vinny Tortorich owns that brand, no sugar, no grains, NSNG, it's his trademark. Oh. And he speaks every year at these keto conferences. And and I was like, well, keto con, keto conference, keto con in Texas every year, I was supposed to be there in June and that was canceled. But then they decided to spin it up as a online conference, uh, but they were replaying pre-recorded stuff. And the one thing I love about conferences is to be able to live interact with the speaker. So we ran the first ever NSNG summit this past weekend, but we streamed the whole thing live on Crowdcast. So the speaker presents, and then at the end of the presentation, they have 10 minutes where they actually, the whole time, everybody who's been watching this whole time live can be submitting questions. And we try and get through as many questions and answers as we can in 10 minutes and then move on to the next speaker. So we did that all day, all day Saturday, all day Sunday. We had 10 different speakers. It was, 
And when oh, I'm not fun. a hitch, it was super fun. So yeah. Um, so there's some other ideas. Great right? idea. So yes, I'm taking notes. <laughs> but people loved it because, like, you know what? Even though you didn't, you weren't physically handed a microphone to talk to the speaker in the audience. At least, if if you posted a question and if they could get it done in ten minutes or less, you could have gotten one of your questions answered right then and there. And that was exciting. People love the fact to be like actually live in Iraq like that. So because mm-hmm. uh, most people aren't doing that. So I tell people, anytime you can keep it as live as possible, you're going to have a great engagement. You're going to have some super fans come out of that. And people are talking about it now on Twitter and everything else. They, they loved it. So, oh, um, so cool. that, could be, that could be something else you could grow this into. So Yeah. Yeah. The live. The, the seed is planted. The, the virtual fit for life. So yeah, There you go. <laughs> there you go. Well, I like it. So listen, I've been having a blast. Um, we are at the end of our time slot. You're my guest co-host, though. So I ask, Uh-oh. yeah, that's right. I don't always preview people. So I ask my guest co-host, because especially someone like you, who has motivated and inspired other other powerful women, and you have your academy now. you got your book out there now. So I used to say, hey, what are some final words you want to leave behind for the audience? And then after four years of doing this, now I'm saying, well, maybe amplify that a little bit. Is there, is there an all-encompassing message or a legacy message that now that you've gotten to this stage in the game, you realize, like, what is the legacy I'm leaving behind on the planet? So, like, what are some final words or messaging or legacy thing you want to leave behind for the audience as the guest co-host today? Well, I think that we all are given a desire for something. We're all given a gift and a desire. And you you know what that is deep in your own heart. So if you're listening to that, if you're getting pulled towards something, pay attention to that. And just know and and pursue it and know that obstacles will come up. Like I said, it's not always sexy to say that. It's not the greatest thing to say, you know, people don't want to hear that, but it's the reality. So creeks are going to pop up. Um, If you know that, then you know, when it does pop up, you can pause for a second, kind of assess your situation and make your plan to keep on moving forward. But let that, that desire that you have, pay attention to it, let it pull you. Even if like we're talking about with writing the book, I mean, I took, three week breaks at certain times. I just, I was writing like crazy. And then I stopped for three weeks because I hit a block, but at, at, you get back up, you keep going, or you, you just slowly move, you know, you take baby steps, but whatever that is like continue to move forward. Never, 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 never turn back, follow that desire. Um, because there, I think we all have a gift in helping each other. It's, it's, we all have our own unique gift and, if we're all following that desire and, and pursuing that, that gift to use that gift, we're going to help other people just naturally. Everybody needs what you have. Somebody needs, everybody has something that somebody else needs. Mm. That makes sense. Well said. Yes. Very true. So well, I, I, I love your words because it ties directly into everything you're doing, right? The, one of your key words is becoming quotes, unstoppable. unstoppable. And yeah. we can't do that alone. A lot. And one thing I've learned over the years is that, I can't tell you how many different times where I thought I was doing everything myself. And then eventually once I let somebody in or I let somebody team up with me on something, all of a sudden things got smoother or I could bounce ideas off of somebody resonate, resonate differently. So you can't do everything yourself in life. And I I love where you're going there. And yeah, we can help each other all rise up, be more positive and keep moving forward, not going backwards. And then as you pointed out, as we get further down that timeline, you're no longer just moving forward. You are becoming unstoppable. There's going to be so much yes. momentum. You're just flowing. So, 
Well, like you said, the reps, you're, you're strengthening that muscle. You're getting stronger and stronger as you keep moving forward. I love it. I love it. Yep. Listen, hang tight. I want to give Pepper goodbye off the air. Ladies and gentlemen. Okay. We screen shared a lot. So again, her book is on our influencer page for Live Fuel. So you just search for that. Uh, go to the website, livethefuel.com, click on the banner, go in that way. Or just search for Cross Your Creek. Again, she's got everything listed on her site, which is her name, lisaolona.com. So thanks for tuning in. A reminder, we're here to fuel your health, your business, and your lifestyle. Lisa definitely helped us do that today. Channel all this energy. Put in the reps. Put in the work. Stay positive. Become unstoppable. And make sure you read Cross Your Creek. So again, ladies and gentlemen, we're here to fuel your health, business, lifestyle. She did it today. Thanks for tuning in. And remember, you too could live the fuel. We'll talk to you guys again soon. Thank you for subscribing to Live the Fuel. Stay connected on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Live the Fuel. And remember, you too can live the fuel. So please visit us at livethefuel.com.